0: Welcome to Biswell. it's Melissa Botello, and I'm excited today because Beth Ross Buckley is joining us on Biswell. Beth is a flutist and the co-founder of the chamber music group, Comrada. Did I pronounce that right? You did, thank, thank you, Melissa. You're welcome. We're so excited to have you here. Beth is an advocate for chamber music and de- dedicated to her craft. As the original founder of Comrade of 20... I Five saw 22, years. but you just said 25. I just updated that. Oh, 25, okay. years. 25 <laughs> years. Beth has been doing this, and she's been the driving force behind this ensemble. And she's added many new venues, compositions, and musicians. And in addition to that, and how I found Beth through her photography business. So Beth enjoys um, performing locally and has recently started her own business, the Beth Ross Buckley Photography, where I met Beth, and she took some wonderful pictures of me and so today I just wanted to learn more about your journey, how you started with the music side and then pivoted into the photography business.
1: So tell us a little bit more about you. Thank you Melissa. Thanks. Um, Well originally I'm from Minnesota and in the Midwest growing up music is a big part of your life for Mm -hmm. everybody. Everybody gets to play in the band or sing in the choir. In a small town they need everyone to play in the band (laughs) and sing in the choir and play volleyball and basketball too. Um, So that's the, that's the upside of coming from a small town in Minnesota. So I immediately loved music, taking piano lessons and eventually got to take flute lessons. Mm, I Went off flute. to college at St. Olaf College and developed um, a certainty that I wanted to pursue music. A lot of chamber music there, played in the orchestra, had fabulous teachers along the way I'm so thankful for all of them mm. so I always had just had a love of music and for me especially chamber music mm-hmm. I love it well I've had the opportunity to see you
0: oh I think only once well in your home and then at, at your, one of your events right. and it's just breathtaking to listen to that and sit in the audit, audience and I look around and people are just mesmerized with your entire group it's right. So, Thank you. So fun.
1: Thank you. So, yeah.
0: So you started 25 years 25 ago. 25 years
1: ago. How did Camarada come to be? How did you start that? Well, I moved down to San Diego from San Francisco, where mm-hmm. I think I played in seven orchestras, and you know just, just so much chamber music up in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. 25 years ago, when I moved to San Diego, there wasn't anything going on with chamber music, and I was teaching at San Diego State, and um, with a couple of teachers there, we started putting on chamber music at San Diego state i met ann chase who founded camarada with me and she introduced me to mary Beringer and the three of us are the ones that got it incorporated in 1994 and started putting on series of concerts. And we've been everywhere. Um, one of our first venues was the Sushi Art Gallery. Oh, or gone. not art gallery, but Sushi Gallery, um, where there was, um, I think it was Lynn Shuett with the dance company. Mm-hmm. And beautiful, you know, funky kind of warehouse setting, I which love is it. always close to my heart, which was what we do right now down at Bread and Salt and Barrio Logan, the same kind of vibe there. And then we've done concerts in Balboa Park at the Timken at San Diego Museum of Art. Um, but right now we're residents at Mingay International, and they are going through renovations, so mm. we're at Museum of Photographic Arts. So we've we've been almost everywhere, everywhere in Balboa Park, and you know up to La Jolla and private homes. Our Cabernet series. So these small kind of venues, kind of up you know fifty to one hundred and fifty people, are my favorite thing to do. They're so fun.
0: So as you were talking this through and I'm thinking to myself, so not only were you the front line of of the face of Comrade and you were playing the flute and and doing that, but you were also growing this nonprofit organization, Mm -hmm. adding in new musicians, fundraising, marketing yourself. So as you look back over 25 years, and I'm thinking for anybody who's maybe listening, who wants to take their passion like yours is is music, but then also turn it into some kind of an organization, may it be for profit or not. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you look back and say, wow, This is what I've learned, or this is what I could have done then that I'm doing now. Like, anything stand
1: out? Yes. Um, Yeah, I can't believe it's been 25 years, and we will celebrate that this year. I had no idea what I was getting into, (laughs) for sure. But... For um, nonprofit, I I see it as I've been in nonprofit 101 for mm-hmm. 25 years, and you know you learn how to select a board, and you're managing the board. You're you know you're you need to know let them know what what you expect. So right. I had no idea. It's like okay nonprofit, I need a board. So we we just started and learned along the way. Luckily, I enjoy photography because I I use that part I take. Um, in my, you know, constant contact marketing, I can I can manipulate photos and you know just. Right. You know, I don't take my own photos at concerts. I have a wonderful photographer doing that. But that's kind of plays into it. The design part, you're you're in the marketing. Um, I would say I've been resistant to fundraising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and... who is it, right? It's so, hard. so you know, built the foundations, a good board, built you know my skills at creating performances, um, working with musicians that I really click with. You know, on that I just I just love. Of my group of musicians, so it really was learning as I go, but mm-hmm. um, one step at a time. You know, if I had known what it all involved, I might not have started. Well, <laughs> so, maybe that's a good thing, right? Yeah. If so, you know what you're getting into, it's going to be too overwhelming. Yeah. Like you so said you I think one step at a time. Yeah. Take it one so step. yeah, I would be glad to talk to anyone about it, but I don't even know. It's been year. You know, I have different focuses for mm-hmm. each year.
0: And you mentioned photography, so let's transition a little bit into that. So when did the the come about with photography what started as a hobby and now it's a side gig
1: so tell us a little bit about your business there um I love taking portraits so mm-hmm. I just it's like when when I see the results I, I feel like it's Christmas for me I hope and the client so but so I would say that it it actually started I, I give Rancho Laporta some credit mm. I went for a week at Rancho Laporta I took a photography class and the instructor said you need to do photography she said you you know She said I had a talent and I was like, really? Doesn't everyone see like this? So um, I didn't forget it. Mm -hmm. And I just started volunteering at school for, you know, to be the photographer for certain things. So the first one of my first projects was um, my son's fifth fifth grade class. They wanted to take a picture of each student, so mm. you know, right in a row, and it was like, okay, I did that. I did my daughter's fifth grade class, mm. and and then thought, you know, I really like this. I love looking into people's eyes, capturing their eyes, seeing who they really are mm-hmm. for that moment, and bringing out the best in them. And you definitely so, do. Again, I I can attest to that. <laughs> And I don't
0: like my picture taken.
1: And when I saw those
0: pictures afterwards, I was shocked. Is that really me? I mean, you really just did a wonderful job.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And so that you know, and it you know, it just kind of snowballed from there. And then I started doing musicians, and the musicians recommended me to the administration at San Diego Symphony. So I did all of I did the whole symphony and their portraits, and they were up on banners all over San Diego a few years ago. Oh wow! Um, So that just a lot of portraits and it's like, oh, I, I love it every time. It never gets old.
0: Oh, so. I can only imagine. So from that very beginning at Rancho Laporta, you had already had a little bit of a love for it, but then somebody encouraged you and you were open to listening to it, right?
1: I didn't forget that, yeah. Yeah. I give her credit. Those
0: listening out there, when you've got a little something in your heart or in your head, and then somebody gives you, a, it's that universe talking to you, right? Somebody's giving you that gift
1: to say, go go for it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so now you do, um, do you do family and... I do. Across the board. I do. Something I I really do enjoy too that I'm just starting is like a social media gallery for people because this is... You, you need headshots, you need that, and that's you know a little more um, like in the studio, getting mm-hmm. a professional look, and then we go around town, you know, go out in nature, and these are things you can put on your Instagram and Facebook and your websites, so kind of a, a look at who you really are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think having a variety of backgrounds, so right now we're sitting in Beth's studio where she can take those shots here, and or like you said, when you and I took the shots, we went outside as well. So it was nice to have that variety. The, the lighting's different, the coloring, and it just brings... So in one day, you can take as many shots as you need, but it looks like you're in 10 different places. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love your studio, so that's a Thank nice... Thank uh, Congratulations. to be able to expand and just shows your growth. Thank you. Yeah. What were some of your biggest challenges in your career, either in music or in photography? And, you know, what challenges did you face, and how
1: did you maybe overcome them? In, in the music business, I would say the... The biggest challenge for me is fundraising. Mm-hmm. I was, have been resistant to it. And actually, I um, I feel a shift happening in the last couple of years. I've been working with a business coach and, you know, looking at I'm not begging for money for mm-hmm. myself. That's how I always felt like if I would ask people to underwrite a concert right. or give a donation. You know, I, there was this underlying I feel like I'm begging for myself. But really, Camarada is a nonprofit and a gift to the community of San Diego and I shift I've shifted my, you know, my perspective to be more like a win-win, that not to feel bad or guilty when someone gives mm-hmm. me money that might come from growing up in the Midwest. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, that they are benefiting as much as Camarada. Yes. And the more of that win-win energy that there is for camarada, the more good we can do for the community. Absolutely. Well, I love that. I'm a bit inspired because as I asked you the question, I was thinking
0: about if someone had posed me the question and I might have gone out and hired somebody or, or, or asked for volunteers to help me raise it versus trying to get over my own mindset so it's inspiring that you were able to change your mindset yeah. and the way you feel towards it and now you've been able to accomplish
1: it's... it without having to go out and get other well I certainly I certainly would have hired someone to do it That you know I probably tried that for years like won't someone else do this for me mm-hmm. um you kind of have to do it yourself first I believe because right. of that and you know and, and everyone says oh you're so good at it I'm like oh not Really, I don't. I don't think so. But when I'm just genuine and mm-hmm. talking about my passion about Camarada, people do give money, and that's really what you need to do. But I didn't see that as fundraising. Like, but when I had a like, oh, I really have to raise money for this, it yeah. felt like a weight, and I still feel like I'm jumping off a cliff mm-hmm. when I'm, you know, I'm I'm working on underwriting for the 25th season you know, so I just take a breath and I jump and then and it's fun when it works. Well, great. I, you know, it's never easy to ask on our own
0: behalf. And I'm sure if you were doing this for another organization or another cause, it would be, it would be so much easier, right? You'd have no problem. And so I've actually started to approach things in that way when I have to, comes to me personally, if I'm having to pitch myself or talk about myself and think, well, you were talking if I were talking about bath I would be perfectly comfortable right. so right. it's about really about us yeah. so good so for you that's
1: kind of the biggest challenge, challenge. is budget and fundraising I- and photography is I'm just letting it grow organically and you know I'm just asking for guidance and following it and so as a side hustle it's doesn't have all the pressure mm-hmm. of the bigger business. Right, exactly. Well, in word of mouth, that's how
0: I found you. And so Mm -hmm. it's always about people passing it forward. And Mm -hmm. I know when anybody sees my photos or asks, I'm always saying, You've got to go to Beth. She's the Mm -hmm. best and she'll make you look gorgeous. (laughs) So just probably one more question before we wrap up. What what attributes or or people or situations do you attribute some of your success to? Like, you know, as you look through those twenty five years and even now and starting your photography business what would you attribute
1: that to? Uh, mentorship. Mentorship. People yeah. who, you know, saw something and supported me. Mm-hmm. Certainly in, uh, certainly in the photography, and I have a photography mentor that is, you know, just so giving to me, even, you know, leading me to uh, buying new cameras from someone mm-hmm. and you know, at a, um, I bought a whole family of Canon cameras from someone who wanted to sell them. And um, not only that, but just, you know, seeing the beauty in my photography and but also sitting there and going through Photoshop with me. And this is what I do. Mm. So mentorship in, in music also, it would be, you know, some fabulous board presidents who led the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel so grateful. I just made a list of uh, all president past board members and realized it's just an amazing group of people and you know, listening, you know, photography and music to what people want mm-hmm. and um, what they have to say about your business.
0: Yeah. Being open to it. Being it, open. Yeah. In terms of the mentorship, and I know I've talked about this with other people, was your mentorship more organic or did you have to sort of be a little vulnerable and say, you know, I'm, for instance, the studio, you talked about the lighting, you know, would you help me with that? Or did people volunteer? How did that happen or come to be for you? Because I find that also to be difficult. I, I look for more mentors. In my world but if people aren't volunteering to help then putting yourself out to say oh I'd love to learn that it's you know. been
1: it's been very organic over the years and I'm just learning to step out and ask for more mentorship so it's both um this is a new idea to me and I just in the last few months I've you know in the executive director of La Jolla Symphony I just thought I'm gonna go to coffee with her and because she's she's retiring but she's Doing what I do on a, a different level with the symphony. Um, oh, and I've learned so much, and she's happy to share. I will. I think I'll continue with more mm-hmm. of that. I mean, it, it's happened just you know um, again more organically over right. the years. So yeah. just trying to make that connection with people.
0: And then I, I have found, probably like you, people want to pay it forward and share their mm-hmm. knowledge. And mm-hmm. so it's it's more about I, just trying to make the connection. I would
1: suggest being more active about seeking out, you know, who do you admire? Who's, mm-hmm. and, you know, let them know you admire them. It's kind of nice, if you know, you yeah. you know, this is a person I've admired all these years and re- written a few little notes to. But, um, yeah, in, in all areas, I think that's the way to go. People are ready to share. Exactly.
0: Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing your journey where can people find you so if they want to get their headshots done or they want to come listen
1: to music tell us a little bit where they can find you sure i do have i have a website for um beth ross buckley photography.com okay and i will share my cell phone number you can reach me directly at 619-917-2444 and camarada for everything concerts and our calendar of everywhere we're going to be in san diego is camarada.org. It's C-A-M-A-R-A-D-A dot O-R-G. Great. And I will also put those in those show notes. So
0: people, if they didn't have their pen out quick enough (laughs) to write them all down, they can just look into the show notes. So thank you so much for joining Biswell today. Thank you, Melissa. Bye, Beth.